Hey everyone, Michael here. If you follow the podcast on social media, then you probably know that I kind of got hit with a few family emergencies all within a two-week span, and I had to do a lot of -of out-of-state driving, and so I've been on the go. I haven't been home. It made it really hard to, you know, record all my lines and things like that. I'm hoping to get back on track soon, but seeing as how Halloween was coming up, I wanted to do something for the podcast. So what I did is I took last year's two-part Halloween special and I recut it and merged it together into one long, seamless episode. I know it doesn't make up for the delayed finale, but I hope you enjoy it. Happy Halloween! It beats and pulsates with every shuffling step it takes, spewing blood from its ventricles as it saunters aimlessly down the dark and dreary roads of Dogsnout County painting the once black top crimson with its contents. The constant and unrelenting beat of its hulking soma echoing faintly through the lands like the whispered drumming of a residual haunt, imprinted on the realm by a Civil War drummer boy long since forgotten. The beast sidles through this unwitting town, dragging behind it a blood-spattered sledgehammer of doom that vomits sparks along the pavement as it scrapes towards fresh blood. Like a coyote with its nose to the ground, breathing in the remnants of passerby as it sniffs out its doomed prey. Its single bloodshot eyes focused and unblinking. Its eternal stare swimming far and wide, weaving through time and space as it hones in on its next target. The heart knows not prejudice, any mortal lubricant will do. For a heart is like an engine, and as an engine needs oil to keep it running, so too does the human heart. But it's not 5W30 this immortal engine craves. It's the fresh warm plasma that courses through the veins of you and I and everyone in town that it desires. An unending thirst quenched only by death and despair. Only a dry vein can protect you from the heart's wrath. But a bloodless body is a bastion only the dead can know. And only after you have fallen victim to the beating heart can you achieve such enlightenment. But by then, sanctuary will matter not. Greetings, listeners. As I'm sure you all know, today is Halloween. And it is an appropriately dark and stormy night here in Dogsnout County. Now, apparently folks seem to see our show as a horror podcast of sorts. Not sure why. I mean, we're just a happy little community of cannibals and mutants living pretty average, mundane lives. But all the same, I wouldn't want to disappoint, so I'd be remiss if I didn't put the hiatus on hiatus and hop on the old horn for the holiday of horror. Now, today's show ain't gonna follow the usual structure, what with weather and traffic reports and the like. Though, I do have some important news you're not gonna want to skip because your life just may depend on it. But, we'll get into that later. For today's little special, I'm gonna switch things up. I want to take a more fly-on-the-wall approach for today's show. Or rather, a subterranean humanoid locust person from the swarm on the wall approach, to use dog snouty and nomenclature. I just want to give you a feel for how we celebrate Halloween in this here town. 
Gator Gary and I are setting up for our annual Halloween bash today, and since I was forced to slaughter all of my interns last season, it's just the two of us, and our hands are pretty well full. So what I did is I got me a little portable microphone I can clip on the strap of my overall so that I can take y'all with me as I meander around the studio. Special thanks to the student who came here to interview me for the college newspaper and for giving me the microphone. Well, I use the term give loosely. It was more like I took it, you know, after I caved his skull in with a cinder block. Anyways, I'm sure the biggest question on your mind is, what about trick-or-treating? Y'all got that in Dog Snout County? Well, of course we do. You know, contrary to popular belief, we ain't monsters here. We cherish our children, and we always dress them appropriately for the occasion. We ask the little kitties who they want to be for Halloween, and then we go out and find that person, remove their skin, and tailor it into a little suit to fit the child's body. Uh, speaking of which, I was just prepping some treats for the trick-or-treaters. I've got some dog snout favorites here. Got some candies with razor blades in them. Got some eye gumballs, which are just human eyeballs encased in old chewing gum. And of course, I threw in a Squatch Classic. I call them Ronson Sweet Tooths. What I do is I catch me some tourists and rip their teeth out with some pliers. Then I take those teeth and roll them in some sugar. The blood from the extraction process helps the sugar bond of the teeth real nice-like. It's basically my take on a jawbreaker. The kids just love them. And unlike quote-unquote jawbreakers, mine actually will break your jaw. So that's kind of fun. But of course, no candy bucket would be complete without my personal favorite. The Peace Stay Resistance. Ladyfingers. And I don't mean the kind you get at a fancy Yankee restaurant. Hey, Gary? Yes, watch. Fetch me that girl, will ya? Sure thing, boss. Hold still. I, hold still. You keep squirming like that, and one lucky trick-or-treater might be getting a whole head in their bucket tonight. All right. Don't you move now. See, that wasn't so bad. All right, Gary, other hand. I'm Squatch Ronson, and you're listening to a special Halloween episode of the Backwoods Radio Show. Snout County is in full swing as residents far and wide gather together to celebrate this unholy holiday. But trick-or-treaters beware. A heartless maniac is afoot, prowling the streets and slaughtering all those that cross his path. Perhaps heartless is the wrong word, as the monster in question is heart incarnate. By that I mean the killer terrorizing our town on this fateful evening is actually a giant sentient mutated human heart. And in case that's too ambiguous of a description for you, I've actually got a little police sketch of the subject in question right here. From what I can tell from this here drawing, the giant heart has one big old bloodshot peeper imbued with a cold dead stare that is sure to put chills down your spine. 
It's also got a pair of slimy, gangly legs that carry its body along from victim to victim, and it appears to have one long, bony arm which is dragging a bloody sledgehammer behind it. Not my first weapon of choice, too slow for my taste, but if you catch someone just right, you can do some serious damage there. On the upside, it only appears to have one arm, which means it can't grab you and bash your brains in at the same time. So as long as you're aware of your surroundings and staying on your toes, you just might be able to avoid its downswing. Not much is known about the creature at this point in time. Its only motivation appears to be to stay alive. And like any heart, it requires blood to keep on beating. And to quench that thirst, it is taken to slaughtering residents of Dogsnout County. We may not know where the heart came from or how it came to be, but one thing we can be certain of, this cold-hearted beast is out for blood. Oh, Christ, that gave me a spook. Looks like I've got my first trick-or-treaters of the night. And from the sound of it, they're starting to get impatient. So let me go get the door. All right, all right, I'm coming, I'm coming. Well, would you look at that? If it ain't a horde of rabid feral children from Hank's child farm. All right, easy now, easy now, kids. There's plenty to go around for everyone. Here's some eyeballs for you, some toenails for you, little girl, and here, take some lady fingers, buddy. Ah, no! Damn it, that's my finger! Now you let go of that! Open, open your mouth. You are. Gary, hand me that cattle prod. Oh, sure, Squatch. Here you go. Now go on, get. You kids behave yourselves now. Try not to butcher too many folks tonight. <laughs> kids, takes me back. See that, folks? Even the rabid feral children from Hank's Child Farm are joining in on the festivities. While most of the time they're kept in cages surrounded by bear traps with claymore mines inside of them, Hank thought he'd let them run free for the night. While that may concern some folks in town, given the rabid kid's reputation, you know, for eating people alive, but so long as you have your candy buckets stocked with some cold cuts fresh off the back of tourists, y'all should be fine. And for those of you who've chosen not to participate in the holiday, I highly suggest that you reconsider. While turning off your porch light may turn away some trick-or-treaters, that old tactic won't work so well with Hank's little hellions. In fact, if they come a-knocking on your door and you don't answer, I wouldn't put it past them to start slamming their heads against your window repeatedly until it cracks and shatters and then proceed with crawling into your home. And once they're in, you better hope you got some fresh meat in the fridge. Otherwise, the only fresh meat around will be, you guessed it, you and your loved ones. It's your call whether or not you want to participate in the holiday. I'm not here to impart my beliefs on any of y'all. But don't come crying to me when those little devils disembowel you and pluck your eyes from their sockets. Well, I guess if that happens, you wouldn't be able to come crying to me anyways on account of the fact that you wouldn't have any eyes. Actually, I, I, I guess you would be crying in a sense, as your brain matter would probably be draining from your open eye sockets. Does that count as crying? Does it have to be actual tears to be considered crying, or does any old liquid pouring from your eye sockets fit the bill? I don't know. I'm getting lost in the weeds here. Anyways, 
It's worth mentioning that Hank's rabid feral children ain't the only troublemakers you gotta be on lookout for. Nickel Smarts, the evil clown, always takes Halloween to the next level. While most kids spout the phrase trick or treat as a simple tradition prior to receiving candy, Nickel Smarts takes that old adage quite seriously. Now, when an adult man shows up on your doorstep, covered in blood and wearing clown makeup and yells trick or treat, your natural inclination may be to withhold treats from him. And that's your prerogative. It's your candy and you can do with it as you please, but keep in mind, if you choose not to give Nickel Smarts a treat, then you got yourself a trick coming your way, buddy. Now, I know most folks aren't too spooked by Halloween pranks. Getting your house TP'd ain't the biggest deal, and having it egg, while much more of an inconvenience, still ain't the end of the world. But Nickel Smarts, he does things a bit different. His idea of egging your house is throwing those little plastic Easter eggs at it, only instead of filling the Easter eggs with pennies or little chocolates and whatnot, he fills them with feces. And ironically, his take on the harmless tradition of teepeeing is even worse than an actual legging. Instead of using toilet paper, he kinda puts a little creative twist on it by gutting you with a box cutter and strewing your intestines around your front yard. A bit intense, but it's all in good fun. Now, this is normally the part of the show where I turn you over to our favorite half-man, half-alligator mutant, Gator Gary, for the weather report, but Gary's actually indisposed right now. Because, as I mentioned before, yours truly is actually hosting a little Halloween extravaganza here at the studio tonight. What you working on, Gary? Well, Squatch, right now I'm working on getting the buffet table set up. Y'all are probably wondering what a Dog Snout County self-serve buffet looks like. Essentially, we just lay a fella down on an old card table and open up his chest cavity and folks can just pick and choose which organs they got a taste for. Hey, Squatch. Yeah, Gary? How much salt should I use? I'd say go easy on the salt. Sodium's bad for the human heart. Anyways, folks, I'm going to take a little break here to help Gary set up, but don't you go nowhere. We'll be right back in a jiffy. In the meantime, here's a little tune for you that I thought seemed appropriate for the occasion. This is Dance Like They Dance in Friday the 13th by Breakfast Monsters. I want to dance like they dance in Friday the 13th, part two. Comes and kills everyone There's that swinging, dancing tune All the boys and the girls Swimming naked by the boathouse They have no idea what's going to come out Cool college kids doing things in college Cool college kids doing things in college College kids doing things in college, they gotta get that knowledge. Camping's more fun when you turn 21. It's better than being in Boy Scouts. You can drink alcohol, you can screw in the leaves, by the trees, in the breeze, on a knees. I want to dance like they dance in Friday the 13th. Well, that should do it for the human limb chandelier. 
You need help with anything else, Gary? Uh, yeah, actually, could you get the punch ready? I'd be happy to oblige. Where'd you stash that drunkard we found stumbling through the woods? Uh, um, I think he's in the utility closet. Thanks, bud. This is actually a good opportunity to share one of Squatch's old Ronson family secrets with you fine listeners. Lots of folks, when they make punch, they pour some juice into a big old bowl and then they go about mixing in some alcohol, right? Now, the issue you run into when going down that route is it can be tricky to get the ratio just right. But that's where this little handy trick comes in. Whoa, whoa, easy now, easy. We got ourselves a feisty one here. Just tried to gouge my eye out with a wire coat hanger. Now calm down now, I ain't gonna hurt you. Looks like you could use a little hair of the dog. What do you say? Come on, this way. Let's head over to the punch bowl, huh? Right this way. There. It's empty. Not for long. You see, folks, with an alcoholic, their blood is basically already fermented. You open up their jugular and you got yourself a fresh stream of booze cultivated right at the source. You don't get any more pure than that. And the best part is the ratio is always spot on. And it's a versatile drink, too. You slice some peaches up and throw them in there and you got yourself a nice sangria. Now, let's take a little taste. Pour a little bit in the chalice I made out of one of my intern's skulls. Let it breathe a little bit, slosh it around. Hmm, a bit on the strong side. Fella must have lived a tough life. Let me take another taste. I'm getting... Some subtle notes of unemployment and... Is that... A hint of divorce I smell? Caused by... The death of their child. What a shame. But I'll tell you what, tragedy sure does make for a good punch though. Strange not having a structure to the show. Almost don't know how to fill the dead air. You expecting a call, Gary? Not, not that I know of. Hello? Hello? Who is this? Bagman, is that you? Quit playing games. Who is this? Who was it? I... I don't know. Who's there? Hello? Uh, I'm... I'm sure it's just trick-or-treaters.
Hey, Gary, I think you accidentally hit the heartbeat sound effect on the soundboard. You mind turning that off? Uh, oh, whoopsies. Looks like I accidentally pressed it with my tail. How, how do I turn it off? Just unplug it. We don't need that today. Sorry about that, Squatch. No worries, buddy. All right, let's see who we got on the stoop now. Greetings, Squatch Ronson. Well, if it isn't our old pal Nickel Smarts the Evil Clown. You look as though you've had a fright. Appropriate for this Halloween night. For a second there, I was worried that it was that there killer heart coming knocking. No need to frown. Just a silly old clown. I may not be a sentient heart, but I do have a question on you to impart. Trick or treat? I know this game. If I say trick, then you're gonna cut my nose off or light my wiener on fire. So, let's go with treat. Take whatever you want from the candy bowl. We got toenails, we got some severed fingers, we got a couple of ears. Wrong answer! (coughs) Christ! (coughs) Bastard just blasted me in the face with mustard gas. (coughs) You're gonna have to do better than that, nickel smarts. With all the interns I've kept chained up in my cellar throughout the years, I've been poisoned by all sorts of concoctions cooked up by them as part of their plots to escape. So I've built up quite a tolerance to just about every toxic element on the periodic table. All the same, it was a valiant effort by Nickel Smarts. A fun little distraction to pass the time till my party guests arrive. Yep, the real fun begins after curfew hits and the kiddos are tucked tightly into their dog crates for the evening. All your favorite socialites will be in attendance. King Pork, Mayor Mama, the gelatinous blob that used to be the Henderson family. It's going to be quite an event. We're going to have a costume contest and everything. Speaking of which, what are you dressing up as, Gary? Well, you know how half my body is reptilian? Because I was fused together with an alligator in a nuclear blast? Sure do. Well, what I did is I just painted the human half of my body green. Because I'm going as one of my personal idols for Halloween. Godzilla. Huh. Good thinking, Gary. Very practical. But why Godzilla? I mean, why is he so important to you? Well... After I was fused together with an alligator, people were afraid of me. I'd just be walking down the street, minding my own business, when a child would yell out, Mommy, a monster! And then everyone would scream and run away in fear. At first, being a half-man, half-alligator mutant was a lonely experience. I shut myself off from the world. Wouldn't leave the house for weeks at a time. And during that period, I was watching a lot of Godzilla films. And in those movies, it always starts off with Godzilla showing up and everyone being afraid of him. They think he's a monster because he's destroying the city. 
But he's not trying to. He's just trying to live his life. But he's so big that he ends up knocking down buildings. It's not his fault. It's just the way he was born. But even so, everyone is so mean to him. But then, by the end of the movie, a real monster shows up and starts killing people on purpose. And Godzilla swoops in, defeats the monster, and saves the city. And finally, people realize that Godzilla isn't a monster at all. He's just a giant misunderstood lizard. And it made me realize that it doesn't matter what you look like on the outside. As long as you do good in the world and help people. If it wasn't for Godzilla, then I might still be locked away in my house, closed off from the people I love so dearly. Squatch, are you, are you crying? No, I, I just got a bit of bone in my eye from when I chopped that lady's finger off. <clears throat> so, uh, back to Godzilla. He breathes fire, right? You gonna implement that in any way? Already have. You know the alligator head that's sprouting out of my human head? I do. Well, I fed it a flamethrower this morning. So now all I have to do is pour a little seltzer water down its throat, and every time it burps, flames come out. Huh, very nifty. I gotta hand it to you, Gary. For someone with a tiny reptilian brain, you sure got a knack for creativity. Thanks, Squatch. So, what are you gonna dress up as for Halloween? Squatch? Dagnabbit! I knew I was forgetting something. Shoot! Alright, folks, I gotta take a quick break here to ponder some last-minute costume ideas. But don't you go nowhere. When we return, I'm gonna give you a little rundown on how we decorate for Halloween here in Dogsnout County. So stick around. In the meantime, I hope you'll enjoy this little ditty I've got queued up for you. This is Wolfman Blues by Alpo Hyde, a.k.a. Dope Wolf. Oh, Wolfman Blue. 
find But I got an itching for bloodshed And a taste for cannibal crime So come on baby and turn me I got nothing to leave behind Just bite into me and give me the key to those big green eyes Now sin Jesus, can't get this damn thing off. What does this guy do? Super glue his face to his skull? There. Gary, uh, hand me that duct tape over there, would ya? There we go. Fits like a glove. If gloves were masks made out of human faces. How do I look? Uh, looks... Uh, great, Squatch, but, um, who are you supposed to be? Uh, let's see here. Uh, well, according to his driver's license, I am Terry Kowalski from Cincinnati, Ohio. Oh, um, uh, very, uh, unique. You don't gotta be nice, Gary. I know it's a lame costume. I'm gonna be the laughing stock at my own Halloween party. No, it's not lame, Squatch. I mean, when you think about it, you're gonna be the only person dressed as Terry Kowalski from Cincinnati, Ohio, so in that sense, you'll have the most original costume at the party. You don't get any more unique than that. Yeah, yeah, you're right, Gary. That is pretty unique. Thanks, buddy. No problem, pal. God, his lips are getting in the way of my lips, though. Better cut them off so the audience can hear me properly. There we go. That's better. Before the break, I said I was going to give you some pointers on how to decorate your homes for Halloween. Dog snout style. If you're familiar with the show, then you know that we here in Dogsnout County tend to do things a bit differently. So I'm sure you're wondering what the average Halloween celebration looks like in these parts. Now, we do abide by the classic traditions of the American Halloween, but we like to put our own spin on things. As for how we choose our decor, well, as y'all know, we're a pretty frugal people here in Dogsnout County. Most folks in America go and buy themselves plastic skeletons and plastic bones and whatnot to decorate their front porches with. But the way I see it, why pay for a fake skeleton when you can go get yourself a real skeleton for free just by skinning a tourist or one of your interns? 
Not only is it free, but it's also significantly higher quality than those cheapo plastic china ones they sell down at the Walmart. Decorating for Halloween shouldn't cost you an arm and a leg. That cost should be put onto your victim after you tear an arm and a leg off their body that you then use to make a scarecrow out of. The more depraved residents in town hang horrifying, grotesque effigies on their front porch like broccoli and carrots. <laughs> Nothing is more disturbing to a cannibal than vegetables. Ugh. And then there's the age-old tradition of pumpkin carving. Now, here in Dogsnout County, instead of using pumpkins for our jack-o'-lanterns, we usually catch us some tourists and decapitate them and use a buzzsaw to open the top of their craniums, and then we go about hollowing out their skull, removing all their gray matter and whatnot. That's step one. Step two is you remove the eyes. I made a lot of jack-o'-lanterns this year, hence why I had so many eyeballs to spare for the candy bowl. And if you're feeling real creative, you can put some finishing touches on it by carving up their faces a bit. You know, give them some spooky eyes or a big smile. And once that's all done, then you just place a candle in their empty head cavity, put that skull cap back on, and boom, you got yourself a jack-o'-lantern. Or, in my case, a Tom-o'-lantern, a Billy-o'-lantern, a Leslie-o'-lantern, and a... Shoot, I've decapitated so many interns I can't keep track of all their names. Well folks, that should just about do it for today's show. I want to thank you all for tuning into the Backwoods Radio... Christ. What now? Hello? Mr. Ronson, it's Barbara Dr. Waylon Walker. I, I have something to tell you. Oh, Barbara Dr. Waylon Walker. What can I do you for? I, I have a confession to make. The heart that's rampaging around town. I, I created it. I'm to blame for all this mayhem. All of these poor souls that have fallen victim to the vile beast's wretched sledgehammer. Their blood is on my hands. Ah, don't beat yourself up, Barbara Dr. Waylon Walker. People get their heads bashed in with sledgehammers every day here in Dogsnout County. Sure, the heart is wreaking some havoc, but we've had worse. You don't understand. This isn't just another monster to mock on your show. It's evil incarnate. It can't be killed by any conventional means. I shot it six times. I shot it in the heart. Well, I, I mean, that's a given. All it is is heart. If you didn't shoot it in the heart, then you'd be a pretty bad shot. This isn't a time for jokes, Mr. Ronson. The whole reason I called you in the first place is to warn you. Warn me about what? The heart. It's not just killing people at random. It's searching for you, Mr. Ronson. That's ridiculous. Why of all the people in Dogsnout County would it want to kill me? I'm just a humble radio show host. I ain't never hurt nobody, uh, except my victims, but, I mean, that doesn't count. That's what I've been trying to tell you! It's not just any old heart from some deceased organ donor. The person I acquired it from, it was one of your interns. Don't you see? It's not just killing people haphazardly. They're just the 
going. They were just a means to an end. An end to what? An end to you, Mr. Ronson. That's strange. Curfew is over. Shouldn't be any trick-or-treaters out. Don't answer that door! The heart! It's upon you! Flee from that place, Mr. Ronson! Flee before it's too late! Uh, I'm I'm sure you're just being paranoid, Doc. I mean, it's it's probably just some stragglers who, who didn't realize trick-or-treating was over. Gary, please tell me you accidentally hit the heartbeat sound effect on the soundboard again. Squatch, the soundboard is unplugged. Oh no. Oh, oh my god, what should we do? Gary, Godzilla. What? What would Godzilla do? Oh. Right! Hey, you! I hope you got some Alka-Seltzer with you. Cause you're about to experience some severe heartburn. That's right, you get him, Gary! You get him! My god. It didn't even phase him. What do we do now? Just, just get out of here, Gary. Save yourself. Oh, Squatch, I, I, I can't just leave you here. I said go! Now! Guess we're gonna have to do this the old-fashioned way. Time for some open-heart surgery. Too far away. Uh, can't reach it. Uh, what are you doing? Don't don't look at the chainsaw. Look at me. No no. Please please leave it alone. My daddy got me that chainsaw on the day I was born. That's what with they circumcised me. It's like a brother to me, man. No no no. You, you don't have to do this. Just just put just put the hammer down. No, please, not not Charlie Chainsaw. Just leave him alone. Take me. Take me. <laughs> Charlie Chainsaw, you're my best friend. Come on, Charlie Chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> now I never have to worry about those mean boys bullying me ever again. Oh, Charlie Chainsaw, I love you. You monster. You know, for being a giant sentient heart, you are one heartless son of a bitch. Ugh. <sighs> <sighs>
it's locked. Gary, Gary, you in there? <laughs> Gary, open up. It's me. It's Squatch. It's me. Open up. How do I know it's really you? What? This ain't the thing. It's, it's not a shapeshifter. It can't even talk. If it's really you, Squatch, then, then tell me something only you would know. Gary, please, it, it, it's, it's coming. If you really are Squatch Ronson, then tell me something the heart couldn't possibly know. Fine, just ask me something, Gary. Ask me something only I would know the answer to. What is Squatch Ronson's favorite vegetable? What? Don't be gross, Gary. Well, it really is you, Squatch. Yeah, no shit. Move aside. That ain't gonna hold him for long. We gotta find something that'll kill this thing fast. Like what? You saw it back there. I blasted it with fire and it didn't even miss a beat. Was, was that a pun? <laughs> yeah. Couldn't help myself. This ain't no time for jokes, Gary. <laughs> Sorry, boss. It was a pretty good one, though. Thanks, buddy. Not as good as my open heart surgery pun, but solid. Shit. That thing's about to have its here's Johnny moment. We're stuck in here like a tourist in a bear trap. Uh, I mean, we're, we're here in the break room. What if we throw a bunch of knives at it or something? No chance. You know I only keep plastic cutlery here in the break room. If I had been stocked with forks and knives, my interns would try and kill me with them. Wait, you don't even let the interns eat in here. In fact, you don't let them eat at all. Fair point. If we make it out of this alive, remind me to put some real cutlery in here. But we're not going to make it out of here alive. Are we, Squatch? I don't think so, Gary. Squatch? I'm scared. Me too, buddy. Me too. Come here. Just hold on to me and don't look, okay? Whatever you do, just, just keep your eyes closed. I got you, buddy. Squatch, please don't let go. I promise. Gary, what's that behind you? You told me to keep my eyes shut. Well, now I'm telling you to open them. You see that? What, that... that salt shaker? Yeah, give, give it here, give it here. Why? Hurry, Gary, start to break through. Come on, now just hand me the salt shaker. Uh, okay, here, but uh, what are you going to do with that? It's just salt. No time for questions. How's your aim? Not so good since my dominant arm was transformed into an alligator tail. Alright, I guess it's gotta be me then. It'll be just like the good old days, tossing decapitated heads through the tire swing on the playground. Alright Gary, here's what I need you to do. In ten seconds he's gonna bust through that door. When he does, I need you to watch his valves, okay? Every time he beats, his valves expand and contract. When one of them opens up, I need you to call it out, alright? Let me know when I'm in the clear, okay? You 
got it? Oh, okay, Squatcher, I think I got it. Everybody knows that sodium is the leading cause of heart disease. Shoot, looks like our guests are here. I I'll go greet them. Why don't you hang back here and clean this mess up? We'll do, Squatch. Hey, Gary. Back there, when you shouted clear right before the heart exploded, was that meant to be a pun? <laughs> yeah. Christ, you are on fire tonight. Uh, not as on fire as the heart was when I when I blasted it with the flamethrower. <laughs> All right, now you're pushing it. Uh, sorry. Hey everybody, welcome to the Squatch Ronson Halloween Bash. Y'all could have let yourselves in, it ain't like we got a front door anymore anyways. Sorry about the mess, Gary and I just survived a heart attack. No, no, not, not that kind of heart attack. I'll explain later. Please, come in, help yourselves to the buffet. Hi, how are you? Hey, how you been? Step on through. Well, if it ain't bad, man. Great costume, dude. I see you gave yourself an upgrade and are wearing a Louis Vuitton purse on your head instead of that potato sack you usually don. You're going as high-end bag, man? Well, how creative. Hope you didn't pay full price for that thing. It was free? You got it from a family of tourists, you butchered. Well, how frugal of you. Why, yes, I am dressed as Terry Kowalski from Cincinnati, Ohio. How did you know? You slaughtered his family two days ago. But he got away? Well, don't you worry, brother. I took care of him for you. Uh, where's our favorite matriarchal quadruple amputee, Mayor Mama? I was sure you'd be bringing her here tonight. <laughs> See for myself. Well, I'll be. 
Is that Mayor Mama walking all on her own? She wanted to be an able-bodied person for Halloween, so you duct tape some mannequin legs to her nubs? Christ, she walked right past me. I didn't even recognize her. I see you went the extra mile and duct taped some mannequin arms on her as well. Come on in, Bagman. Enjoy the party. Uh, excuse me. High-end Bagman. <laughs> Well, looks like that's just about everyone. Well, 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 is that King Pork I see? How the heck are you, buddy? I can't believe my eyes. Are you wearing the head of a decapitated cow for a chain? Guess that makes you King Beef for the night. Still making pig sounds, though, I see. Pork, you gotta immerse yourself in the character, brother. Try making a cow sound. Come on, I know you can do it. I believe in you, King Pork. Come on, give us a move. Ah, close enough. Come on in. I wasn't sure if you were coming or not, but I put some bacon-wrapped bacon out just in case. Well, folks, as much as I've enjoyed spending this Halloween with you, I've got a party to host. I want to thank you all for tuning into the Backwoods Radio Show today. I've been Squatch Ronson, and you've been one heck of an audience. But before I go, I want you to promise me something. Can you do that for me? I want you all to promise me, each and every one of you, that y'all will have a happy Halloween. The Backwoods Radio Show is produced by me, Michael LaRusso, featuring music this week by John Simmons, Cellophane Sam, and Kevin McLeod. If you like the show, please rate and review it on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to share it with your friends who also have a fucked up sense of humor. As always, thanks for listening. Baby,